Good evening. Here I am. Welcome to a special edition of VP Live Talk Radio. Why is this a special edition? I'll tell you why. Because uh, first, what we're going to do with the first half of the show is I'm going to have Cynthia on from Safada, Cynthia Cabrera, who is the president of Safada, to discuss some things. Uh, one of the things, one of the topics is going to be how we get to the mass amount of vapors out there that have no fucking clue who we are, have no idea what a Grim Green or a video review is or anything like that. Pretty much most of the people that vape in the country, put it that way. And other things as well. I'm also going to have Stefan from Not Blowing Smoke join us as well. And then after that, I'm going to bring Dino on and we're going to discuss this five pawns thing. I got to say, I am... I'm not going to discuss the case. I'm going to discuss the response that has come out throughout Facebook, Reddit, goddamn everywhere, the response of people regarding the case, because I am fucking fascinated by the response. Holy cow. Un-fucking-believable. <laughs> it really is. I, I have had the greatest reading all weekend, reading these various comments. And I want to thank people for your comments, because it gave me a lot to think about. It really did. It really helped with uh, coming up with my decision of exactly how I feel about this. Because, well, I'll get into that later. Anyway, first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to bring on Stefan, and then I'm going to bring on uh, Cynthia. Where is Mr. Stefan? Where is he? There he is right there. We're going to turn up his volume, and then we'll call Cynthia. Actually, I'll keep that like that so we can call Cynthia. Oh. Hello, Stefan. Good evening, Kevin. How are you? Oh, can't complain. Pick, picked up an expo bug like three times in a row, so so excuse me if I uh, need to, uh, <laughs> uh, mute myself and cough. <laughs> this is what I hate about fucking this industry. You know, I I I got. I'm just getting over. I'm pretty much over being sick. But uh, yeah, I got sick at work. I mean, I don't know what it is with vapors and and germs and oh, I, I I'm sick and tired of it. I I just I get sick. I hate getting sick, and especially these expos because you're shaking people's hands and see. I want to explain right, something. Exactly. Okay, listen. And, and- Considering the amount of PG we vape, you you would think that it, it's sort of like an antibacterial, right? That's right. It would rule it out, but it doesn't. Now, listen, I'm going to do Stefan a favor because he's too nice to say it. Next time you see Stefan at one of these vape events, give him a fist bump. Don't shake his hand. <laughs> give him a fist bump. Say, thank you, man. Give him a nice fist bump. You don't have to shake his hand. Shaking hands should be outlawed. The FDA should ban shaking hands. Forget all this other shit. Uh, but I want to thank you for joining us, and I'm going to bring on uh, Cynthia. Where is Cynthia? There's a few things I want to talk about, because I talked to Cynthia the other day. Safada's doing something wonderful. That's one reason why I want to bring her on. They're doing a really... I'll wait for her to come on before I talk about this. Hello. Hello, Cynthia. How are you? Hi. I'm fine, thanks. How are you? It is the talented, the beautiful president of the Safada.org. One of the most wonderful organizations out there. Thank you for joining us, Cynthia. Well, thank you, and thank you for having me. Uh, there's a few things I would like to discuss. I know I contacted you the other day. Uh, there's something that Safada is doing that I think is phenomenal. What they have done, and I, there's been talk about this. Like, you know, we have a, an election coming up next year. Like, who should vapors be supporting for president? Who's for us and who's not? So Safada did a wonderful thing. What they did was they sent letters to all the presidential candidates. And what is it? I mean, just like kind of break down what you asked them in the letter or what the letters were about to them. 
Well, what we did was we pointed out, well, we asked first off how they feel about vapor, what their position is on vapor. Then we went on to point out what the health risks are with combusted tobacco, cigarettes, and the number of people who die, how they can help prevent that number of people from dying, and asking them to look at the issue and to please take a meeting with us so that we can explain it to them further. Obviously, the point of that is that if we find a candidate that can get behind this and understand it, or at least not come after it entirely, then that's something that hopefully the vaping supporters can support. Right. And I'll tell you why this will be wonderful for a presidential candidate, because if we, let's say we find one, like I know Rand Paul would be for us, but uh, minus him out, let's say we find one that, that, that would be for us, you know, we the next step from that is not just us in this vaping online community uh, supporting them, but then the next step would be getting the message out to the average vapor. We're not the average vapor. The average vapor is someone that just goes to a, a vape shop and picks up their liquid. And they don't go online. They don't go on forums. They don't follow YouTube. They don't know Grim Green. They don't know any of this shit. All they do is they vape to keep off cigarettes, and that's the majority of vapors in this country. You can get out to them and let them know uh, who who's supporting them and, and what they're doing? I mean, we could actually turn an election. We could actually get them to be done, become president. I believe. I believe we could. I think that that's exactly right. That's one of the reasons that we did it. And also, it's not just the vapors, right? Every vapor has family, friends that have all seen them get off of cigarettes, which is what everybody wants. And all those people should be voting as well. So it's not just the vapors, it's the vapors and the people that care about them and that they care about. Between everybody, then we can really turn something around. And the thing is, is that people, there, there's, sometimes there's apathy, sometimes there's a feeling that you can't make a change. Right. But you can. Yes. You know, and we can do that. And, you know, just getting everybody together, we can do that. Yes, I absolutely believe we could do that. I, I really do believe it. But then, you know, there's the goal of getting out to these vapors, and I'm going to discuss that in a minute. I want to bring, because uh, Stefan, I think, has great ideas for that. I'm sure Cynthia has ideas, too. But there's something I want to bring up first to both of you that I saw last week on Google that is just fucking disturbing to me. So when you type in a search now, anything vaping, e-cigarettes, e-liquid, anything that has to do with vaping or e-cigarettes, you're going to see two links before anything else. And they're paid Google ads. The first one is from Still Blowing Smoke. And the second one is from Truth. Truth has now jumped on the uh, bashing and misinformation bandwagon of vaping and electronic cigarettes. So apparently they bought Google Ads, and that's the first thing that comes up. I think that's insane. <laughs> I mean, it's like, oh, my it God. It is insane. Yeah, I mean. <sighs> no rest for the weary. No, no. And it, it's just, it, it's insane. And, and I want to point out something, too, with Truth, okay? Because I haven't really heard any anti-e-cigarette rhetoric from Truth, but I guess now they're jumping aboard and doing it as well. I want to mention something that I don't think most people know, okay? And I'm going to tell you something right now. Vans, you know, you know, Vans, the shoes, Vans, you know them, right, Stefan? They make yeah. clothing. Sure. Yes, Vans. Well, guess what? Vans supports Truth. They actually have a pair of Vans that are the Truth Edition Vans. 
Okay, so Vans is financing truth. They obviously think that they're a great organization and they're giving them money. Now, what I did last week was I put out a tweet letting Vans know that I'm burnt. I'm throwing away my Vans. I'm never buying their products again. Vapors need to stand up and you tell Vans. I don't care if you Facebook them, email them, tweet them, whatever the hell you do. Get through to them somehow and say, you know what? I'm a vapor and I'm highly disappointed in the fact that you're uh, supporting an organization that is against me using e-cigarettes, which is keeping me off cigarettes. So therefore, I'm not going to I'm not going to wear your shoes anymore. I'm going to throw your vans away. I'm never going to buy your product again. I'm going to encourage all my family and friends not to buy your product. And hopefully, you reconsider this horrible decision that you've made. Let them know as vapors that we don't support. I have. I listen. I love my vans. I don't wear them anymore. They're gone. They're gone. And I just bought them like a, a month and a half ago. They're gone. I'm not going to support a company that's supporting truth who is putting out lies about what I'm doing as a vapor. I mean, is that wrong? You know, I almost bought a pair of Vans this weekend. So <laughs> yeah, right. I'm glad that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know how these networks work, right? They basically pay a, a, a number of cents up to several dollars per every click they get. I can only hope that, that every vapor who does a search and, and sees those ads actually clicks on them. Unfortunately, at the same time, you're wasting taxpayer money, but um, that's apparently what they want to do. So taxpayer money is paying for those ads. Well, I know with, yeah, you're right. Well, actually, okay, taxpayer still belongs to us. So taxpayer money is paying for that ad. But the truth, you know, I find the truth thing fascinating because if you go on their Facebook, I want to give them credit. I want to give them credit for one thing. They leave all comments up. They don't take any comments down. And some of the arguing back and forth on that Facebook page is fascinating. Like, there's one guy, and they're saying, you know, you guys are, are paid by Big Tobacco. And they go, no, we're not. And they say, well, yes, you are. You get money from the Master Settlement Act to have truth. Where do you think that money comes from? It comes from Big Tobacco, so you're financed by Big Tobacco. And they argue it with people, and they actually leave it up, which is very interesting. I mean, it's, it, it's just it's fascinating to see that. So uh, you know what? What else is it's a crazy world? Yeah, <laughs> the, the fact that if you if you have an anonymous browser or or are otherwise unidenti- unidentifiable, uh, the still blowing smoke ad comes up and the truth one comes up. If, however, you are in California, only the still blowing smoke one comes up. Oh, really? Yep. Wow. That is unbelievable. It really is. It, it, I, I, I think there's some sort of something going on where, where Trude has decided to exclude any specific visits that are identifiable as Californian because uh, it, it would be overlapping advertising. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're being very strategic here. But, Cynthia, why can't Safada go and get the same ad? Why can't you go to Google and say, I want to get a Google ad? Why can't you get the same thing? Because they'd probably tell you no, right? Um, you know, I don't know if they would tell us no. It's possible. However, what I do know is that Truth and Still Blowing Smoke have crap tons more money than we do. Yep. Yeah. And every dime that we allocate has to be put somewhere where we think it's going to help in the immediate term. Ads are great. And, you know, the day that we can afford to put ads all over the place to combat these guys on the same field, you know, when it's a level playing field, will be great. But we could do it. There's nothing stopping us. I don't know how they treat an organization. Um, they did turn us down once. They were giving. They give grants to nonprofits, and they determined that we did not meet the criteria for the ten thousand dollar grant. 
Wow. So we did not get that. Well, I, you know, I know that Facebook uh, did turn down a billion lives. They did, uh, you know, ended reversing it. Uh, they turned down the ABA, <laughs> which is yeah. crazy. Yeah. They turned us down. So uh, I don't know. It's, it, you know what it is? It's, it's an upside down world. And it's funny because I'm looking at the comments here and somebody wrote, um, somebody wrote, oh, you know, uh, vapors don't vote or something like that. And this is the thing is that we have this mentality or there is this mentality that nothing we do is going to make a difference. And the thing is that unless we change that mentality or unless we attempt to change it, I mean, we're literally doing this David and Goliath fight. And, you know, we're David. We're, we're lower than David. You know, we're, <laughs> we don't even have, you know, we have a limited amount of rocks for our slingshot. So we need to be, like, really smart with the resources that we have and we can do that but it really takes coordination on our end when you don't have you know 56 million dollars to throw at a campaign then you've got to be more creative about what you do and more strategic we can do it but it requires unity and collaboration to do it yeah and and the other problem too which probably why that comment was made because if you go to a vape me you're just at a vape me right stefan i know cynthia's been to vape meets I mean, listen, I understand you see a, a, a bunch of 20-somethings who probably live in their parents' basement, and they're there just to get free shit, and they really have a lot of money, and they probably don't vote. But that is not the majority of vapors. We, all of us, no. are not the majority of vapors. Correct. I'm in a vape shop every That's single right. day. I, I, our customers are professionals. They are housewives. They are senior citizens. A majority of our customers are regular, everyday people. And I'll tell you something. We play these these uh, video reviews on, on the TV in our store, and they don't even know what the hell they are. They don't care. They're just they're getting their Nautilus <laughs> coils, or they want their juice. You know, they have the, 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 that's the majority of vapors, not us. That's the key. You guys got to remember that. Absolutely correct. And, and those are the people we need to reach. Yes, those are the people we need to reach. And, that, and that's what I was talking to Stefan about uh, a while back. Like, you know, how, how do we reach these people? And I was thinking, I don't know, we got to have some sort of commercial, maybe on MSNBC, CNN, or something like that. But then, no, I'm thinking, wait a minute, that makes no sense. That'd be outrageously expensive. If there was some sort of way for somebody, I don't know, somehow in every state where we on our local news channels, like here on uh, NBC, Fox, CBS, because local commercials don't cost nearly as much as a national commercial does, and get some sort of commercial on TV to educate the vapors who don't follow what's going on so they would know what's going on. I, there's got to be some sort of way that we can do that because we've got to reach them somehow. We've got to reach them now. I mean, it, we can't wait any longer. Actually, we, we, we can do that, and uh, that's what I've been talking about in my uh, two and a half months of, of back-to-back travel. How do you take online viral content and make it go viral in an offline world? Well, guess what? If a whole bunch of businesses are willing to donate a portion of their budget to putting up the billboards, paying for the local TV advertisements, which really aren't that expensive. No. They can keep the money locally in their own state. Make it happen. We'll provide them the content. And for next year, we're working on a campaign that does exactly that. Well, thank God, because that's what we need. And, I, and, I, and that would be great. Now, listen... Are all businesses in all states going to do this? No. 
Uh, but you just got to get a few businesses up. If you can even get five or six stores together and say, hey, man, let's just all flip the bill. It's really not that. You're right. It's not that much to buy exactly. a local commercial. We've got folks and uh, organizers of, of events in, in North Carolina who are putting on a, uh, a sponsorship package that says sponsor a billboard, sponsor a TV ad. We can have um, the local vape meets raise money and put these ads, billboards, and print material out there. It's not that hard, and it's not that expensive. And the best part of doing it this way is that we do not have to raise funds centrally and then wait until you reach enough critical mass to put them out. You can rely on the people, you know, the stores that really care, the businesses that that really want to do something, and have them take the lead. And one of the things I've learned in in this industry in the past two years is that um, a lot of this industry is based on copycatting behavior. Well, guess what? Once they see these things popping up everywhere, everybody wants to be part of it. Right, right. Absolutely. I agree. And something, I mean, and, and you know what? Is this something like, because I know they're talking about next year, like us found uh, somebody putting something together so it's ready for next year through uh, um, not blowing smoke. Is this mm-hmm. something, Cynthia, that could be like implemented into Safada chapters that already exist? Yeah, as a matter of fact, our federal lobbyist is working on a grassroots campaign that we're going to roll out for 2016. And part of that includes um, not just outreach to local representatives there, but community outreach as well. Because Stefan is entirely right. I mean, we talk about this all the time. We have to get to the influencers. There are people within every community that can turn a tide. I mean, I'm sure everybody uh, listening has probably been to like a local city council meeting or something like that. And there's always somebody that is pivotal that you know in that place, in that community that can influence other people. And these are the people we need to start going around. And that's kind of the purpose of the presidential thing. Whoever is on the ticket is going to be very influential. And so those are the people we need to go after. We need people that can convert a lot of people in a short amount of time. And we need to win over these key people. It takes a long time to educate people about people who are afraid of vaping or don't know what it is or have been brainwashed like they have in California. It takes a long time to tell them what the truth is and for them to accept it. You know, if they're not trusting people or they've, you know, eaten all the propaganda, it's problematic. I saw um, like three weeks ago, the FDA previewed, I think two of them might be running by now, but it was their new campaign targeted at inner city youth, inner city at risk youth. Um, And it was an anti-tobacco campaign and it included vaping in there. And let me tell you what, these ads were horrible. I mean, they are just so awful. Aside from the fact that they're ridiculously racist, I think. (laughs) They're horrible. I mean, you could hear a pin drop when they were done, like, playing the videos. And I looked around, and I was like, hey, I know I'm the only Latin here, but is it just me? Or are these, like, totally racist? (laughs) But they struck a nerve. Everybody was like, yeah, these are totally racist. But they really struck a nerve with people. And you can see that they're designed to inspire people to fight against anything that looks like smoking, vaping, whatever. I mean, they really, they, they did them well. That's why they're so horrible. Right. This is more reason why we need commercials to counteract those commercials because stuff like that is effective. 
Believe me, I get it. You know, if 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 a story, for instance, the last story that really went crazy was uh, exploding here in Connecticut. They did the exploding e-cigarette batteries. It was a troubleshooters, the troubleshooter series on the local news. Like, oh my God, this is and and they did this horrible piece on uh, dangerous e-cigarette batteries. And of course, within a few days, you have customers coming into stores going, gee, is this thing safe? Is this thing going to blow up on me? Because like, they're worried. They saw it on the news, you know, and they don't follow what's going on online. They don't understand this is all bullshit. They get concerned. And then we as as employees of these stores have to sit there and calm them down and, oh, no, no, it's okay and, ex- and explain. And it, it's, we, oh, it's terrible. But they do. This, this type of advertising, these news stories, they work. They do scare people. There's no question. It's uh, very, very frightening. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, yeah. So, I always mention my, my mom, who only watches Spanish-language TV, and the, the propaganda in Spanish-language TV, because we have not been able to address that yet. It's brutal. And my mom has an idea what I do for a living. But on a regular basis, she'll be like, oh, one of your things killed somebody. And I'm like, no, that did not happen. And I have to, like, go through it again. Or, but they just say anything, and all people walk away with is, oh, my God, these things are so dangerous. So it, and it's, it's a huge, huge issue. Right. But if we had – I mean, honestly, we support a lot of celebrities who vape but will not say anything publicly about it. No. No, they won't. And, and they won't say anything publicly about it because it's just too risky right now to say anything. They have managers – and their managers, I assure you, are saying, are telling them, shut the fuck up. Don't say anything. This is well, not something you should come out Well, then when Leonardo DiCaprio's next movie comes out, everybody needs to boycott it. That's right. I absolutely agree. We should. We should start boycotting them for not saying anything. It's crazy. Really, only one celebrity I could think of is really... Well, actually, no. I take that back. Two celebrities. Dave Navarro came out and said something. He explained how e-cigarettes got him off cigarettes. So when the guy started uh, bashing e-cigarettes, he, he actually defended them. It was wonderful. And uh, that nutty fucking woman uh, that was in Star Wars, uh, what's her name, Stefan? You know what I'm talking about. Princess Leia from the original Star Wars. Uh, I can't think of her name. Anyway, she has been very vocal about vaping. She was on the Today Show, and she's got her e-cigarette, and, you know, but she's, uh, she's a nut job, too. But... Uh, yeah. Carrie Fisher? Carrie, Carrie Fisher, Fisher, yes. Right, exactly. <laughs> Carrie Fisher. <laughs> well, I, I think Cynthia's going to be pretty happy to to hear that, um, and I haven't mentioned it yet, but we do have a Spanish translator um, <clears throat> helping us with, with our new website and stuff. So uh, we're, we're going to make sure that there's some geographic targeting in there. And one of the things people should, should keep in mind is that, that when we talk about, about changing public opinion, it's not just because we're all sick and tired of people coming up to us and saying, oh, you know what, those, those things are going to kill you. They're, they're worse than smoking. It's also that legislators are very heavily influenced by public opinion. And this is exactly what our opponents are going after, and this is exactly what we need to focus on, in addition to a whole bunch of other things. Right. No, I agree. Government follows people. Yes. Mm-hmm. So uh, I have another question for you, uh, Cynthia. I see that you guys have been encouraging uh, vendors in various states to go uh, speak with OMB. Yes. Now. That is correct. um, For example, what should they, because I I know you pretty much put down the letter, but it's easier if they hear it. Let's say they say, okay, I'm going to make an appointment. I'm going to go. I'm going to speak at OMB. Uh, I want to try to make a difference. What can you give them for advice? What should they be saying and what should they not be saying? Okay. 
So OMB, Office of Management and Budget, their job is to look at the burden that the regulations would place on a particular industry, okay? So they are interested in the big picture <laughs> insofar as you can also provide the numbers that are relevant to them. So that's why we provided that guidance, because if everybody's going to go in and make an appointment to meet with OMB, then we want them to provide similar enough data points so that OMB, if they choose to do something about this, actually has enough quantified data that they can use to make that decision. Because if everybody goes in and says, oh, my God, this saved my life, or you know, we're saving people every day or whatever, and there are no numbers attached to it, it's great, but you probably didn't make much of an impact because their job is to look at the financials and how that's going to hurt you or help you. So if a business goes in, they need to point out how much, and it's in our guidance, and we can send it out again if somebody wants to see it. FDA has underestimated grossly how much, or we believe they have underestimated, how much it will cost to get each SKU approved if the deeming regulations go through as proposed. So that's one issue. Most businesses, most manufacturers have multiple SKUs, 50, 100, 200. If you're looking at $1 million per SKU, that's a lot of money. Even if it was $700,000 per SKU, very few people can afford that. So the other thing is, here are businesses that are being threatened by regulation that is over the top, doesn't meet the risk profile that vapor products actually present, and they can point to the number of people that they employ, how long they've been in business, how many properties they generate money at, um, future plans for expansion that were put on hold or maybe not were put on hold, um, how many customers they service, their geographic area, tie everything to a number. The only people who got a substantial equivalence um, application approved apparently spent, so FDA um, estimates that it's just about 30 hours or something like that to get the SE application done. The company that actually got one passed, the only one that got one done, they had seven people. I think four of them were working full-time and the other three were part-time, and it took them almost four months to get one application done. Most Jeez. vapor companies do not have those kinds of resources. So you can point to the cost of addition, having to hire extra people to work on these things, having to consult with experts you know, at $500 an hour, $600 an hour, whatever it is. There are a lot of things. And so, again, it's big picture, but you tie everything back to the numbers. I hope that everybody has been running their business and keeping track of how many customers they service, what their revenues are like, they can give year-to-year -year changes, all of that good stuff, how they've expanded percentage-wise, all of that is important because if you have an industry where OMB can say, oh, my gosh, we're going to have 3,000 or 10,000 businesses averaging, you know, $700,000 a year in revenue with X number of employees, that and then they keep doing the math, that's something they can work with. They can look at the regulation and go, yeah, this would crush an industry. They can't afford this. Right. So that's the kind of stuff that they need to provide. So it's very important to go and bring financials, show exactly what your business is doing, employees, how many employees you have, 
And then obviously the impact of what would happen if these regulations went through. What if it was something as simple as saying an employee just going there and saying, you know, hi, I'm so-and-so. I work for this company. This is my paycheck. This is how I support my, this is how I support my family. If these regulations go through, I will no longer receive this paycheck because my store I work for will go out of business and I'll be homeless. <laughs> I mean, would that help too or, or no? Not a, not, not. Not in this particular case. Okay. So that argument is very helpful, but it's more helpful with legislators. And I also okay. want to make a point about sharing anything with OMB, anything that you leave behind. And it's good to have like a really detailed presentation or detailed information about how this would put you out of business. Um, but anything you leave behind becomes public record. Right. So some people are okay with their stuff being shared and other people will like present one set of information, but then leave something very limited behind. So, for example, if you're uh, submitting your financials to them, that's going to be public information, which means everybody can go and see how much your shop is doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and some okay. people don't care, right. and, which is fine. Right. You know, but just it's a heads up. I would hate for people to leave it and then be upset that people had it. Right, right. Uh, there's another thing I want to touch on, too, while I have both of you uh, on the line. There's been a lot of debate about petitions. There's another White House petition, okay? <laughs> My personal opinion it is petitions are useless. They're pointless. They do absolutely nothing for us, do nothing for our cause whatsoever. First, I go to you, Stefan. How do you feel about these petitions? Well, first of all, the, 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 their actual effect is, is so limited that I don't know whether you want to spend time on it. The other thing is it, it sends this signal to people that, you know what, all I need to do is sign it and I'm sort of done. I did my thing. I, yes. I helped save vaping and yes. you actually haven't. The problem is if you put out that petition, you would have to make sure that people understand that there is a whole lot more that they could be doing and maybe should be doing and and that's the part that I'm not seeing. The other thing is that and I've, I've had many discussions on, on this topic topic in the past uh, at least the past few weeks um, it's also causing an additional burden in terms of time and resources on advocates in general because people come up to me, talk about the petition and then I have to tell them that no, I'm not really supporting that because it it's so limited. It sends the wrong signal. We've already had petitions. The outcome is already guaranteed. A lot of these petitions are written by people who, who actually might have failed Civics 101 even. <laughs> and it, it takes time away from, from being able to, to actually explain to people, well, if you only have 15 minutes, you can do this. If you only have 10 minutes, you could do that. And in a way, they're, um, sorry to say, a bit of a pain in my butt. Right. Gotcha. Okay, Cynthia, petitions? Yeah, in, in your area, let's say in your neighborhood, there's something going on, a petition is a really good way to go because it's the neighbors signing it, it's the people who live there, it's going to local city. When you're talking about the federal government, mm-hmm. I remember, I think it was like four years ago, the number of signatures that you used to have to have for the government to look at your petition was like 25,000. Yep. And they arbitrarily raised it to over a hundred thousand. Right. So, you know, and again, this goes back to my earlier point of taking the limited resources that we have and using them in a very targeted and very specific way for maximum effect. And I don't know that in this particular case, petitions are what we need. Right. 
No, and we've been doing it for years. I've just seen them do absolutely nothing. And I feel like Stefan does. I feel the same way. Like, people look at this as an opportunity to say, I did something. I advocated. I did my part. I signed the petition. I'm all done. And that's the last we don't want them doing that. That. <laughs> I mean that, that that's what I see and that that's that's why I think they're just we just got to stop with them stop with the petitions. I know we got one now. Oh, it's going to get 100,000 signatures. It's not going to do anything. It's not going to change anything. It's not going to do anything. I mean Right and and there, there there's another dark side to this that um might deserve a little bit of highlighting. Uh while we're in in uh at VPX in in New Orleans, uh Danielle who actually works on e-liquid manufacturer showed me a bunch of emails that she got saying, oh my God, why aren't you supporting this petition? We're going to boycott you because there's this underground movement going on and you're being put on notice. And I'm like, what? Don't they have any idea who you're talking to? And like this this pressure system, this this bash people over the head because this is what we want you to do. Is it, It's causing a divide that shouldn't even be there. Yes. No, it is. Yeah, there's always got to be something wrong, right? Somebody always has to be wrong. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's always problem. black and white. It's always one or zero. It's always the outer spectrum of one part and not the gray area in between. Right. No, I agree. Yeah. And, and, and there's something else I want to mention, too. I know I mentioned, I've mentioned it quite a few times. So I just want to say it again while Cynthia's on the phone. If you have a shop, I don't care where you are in the United States, and, you don't, and your shops aren't together yet doing something, you should have a Safada chapter. It is the simplest thing in the world to do. Now, it's not simple having to deal with all your competitors and, and, and get together. And, and, you know, that, that sucks. It really does. It, yeah, it is. It's very hard. It's not easy. But you know what? Um, we have done it here in Connecticut. And oh my, let me tell you something. We would be out of business if it wasn't for us having this chapter and for having our lobbyists. There's no question that, that they would have regulated us out of business already. And, and and if you don't believe it could happen, look what happened in Chicago. Holy shit. 80 cents plus a 55 cent per milliliter on e-liquid. Vape shops in Chicago are done. They're done. That's how quick they could stop you. They're done. It's all over. There's no point in having a vape shop in Chicago because there's no way anybody in their right mind is going to pay $37, $38 for a 30 mil bottle of e-liquid. It's insane. That's how fast you could be put out of business. So Chicago, if you're a vape shop, should scare the shit out of you. And if that doesn't make you want to do something, then I don't know what the hell will. I really don't because that frightens me what happened in Chicago. That's scary shit, Cynthia. You I know, mean, advocacy is like, is like everything else, right? It's the 80-20 rule. 20% of the people do 80% of the work. Yeah. That's right. There's a lot of heavy lifting that goes on. (laughs) Yeah, we're still working. (laughs) Stefan and I spend a lot of time on the phone discussing this. (laughs) But it's there, there are, you know, and I said this the other day, if everybody pitched in a little bit, the ones that are just killing themselves, not having a life, you know, working 24 seven could actually take a break like everybody else does or most other people do. You know, many hands make light work, all that good stuff. Right. But we have a situation where it's far more important for people to point out what they think you're doing wrong rather than recognizing that either they're part of the solution or they're part of the problem. Yes. And and I'll tell you, being a, a, a part of a group where, I, listen, we have vendors here that aren't doing anything at all, could care less. Is it frustrating? Yes. 
it is extremely, extremely frustrating. You know, I, I talked to a, a shop owner the other day, uh, one of the shops here, this guy, Kurt, great guy. And uh, he's just so fed up with it. I mean, he's just so mad. And, and I feel the same way he does. Like, oh, we got to call him out. But it's not going to do anything to call him out. You know, I said we could do things that are calling him out without calling them out. You know, like, the, for example, let's start our own Facebook page where we always, you know, we post all kinds of deals. We get a bunch of people to sign up for it. We give special types of discounts for uh, all the people that are a part of our page. Then you know what? Then when this vendor wants to be a part of it, say, well, hey, you want to be a part of it? Then do something. Sign up for Safada. Donate some money to the lobbyist. You know, there's certain things you can do to, to, to try to get them in. But it is. It's extremely frustrating, especially I, I, like when one of the biggest vendors here in the state that has a very, very successful juice line, wants nothing at all to do, could care less. And they could probably do the most for us. It's very, very frustrating. I mean, it's, but it doesn't matter. You just got to. It's hard for businesses because the work that you're doing and that your chapter does benefits everybody in your state. In California, I can say with absolute and utter certainty that if Safada California wasn't there fighting and our lobbyists were not on the ground every freaking day, California would be horrible. And I heard somebody say the other day, I don't know if I was talking with Stefan or who it was, but I heard somebody say the other day, oh, well, nothing's happening in California. What's, you know, what's the, what's Safada California doing? Nothing's <laughs> happening. And I'm like, uh, California still lets you sell vapor products, hasn't been taxed, hasn't been banned, hasn't been classified as a tobacco product. Those are all successes. And it blows me away. It's like, what do you need to see? Do you need to see like a parade that has your name on it that says, hey, we know you're watching us. And, you know, like California was saved because we busted our asses there all year long. It's been brutal. Yep. It's been yep. absolutely and, brutal. And, and in the meantime, people are going like, where does the money go? We don't get it. Well, we're finding <laughs> Cynthia out for like an entire week so she can meet with senators, legislators, attorney general. Like, There's so much people. We pay just, lobbyists every yeah. month. We pay PR people every month. Yep. I mean, <laughs> it's like, it, it kills me. It's like, what? <laughs> I, I, I just, but again, it's, it's easier to, to point a finger than what's that? I said it's time we, we we tell people a little more about what we do because I I think somehow we've we, we've we've gotten into this this assumption that everybody sort of gets it and uh, you know what I I don't think they do. <laughs> no, I don't think they get it. Yeah, I guess not. Yeah, I mean, this is the thing, you know, if nothing bad happens in your state, if no excrement hits the fan, then your lobbyist is doing their job. That's how it works. If you get a shitty bill and you reach some kind of compromise where it doesn't put your businesses out of, you know, doesn't put your companies out of business, well, then you had a result and your lobbyists were doing the best that they could. And it just, it's like... The P- and it's generally, this generally comes from the people that I see doing nothing. But mm-hmm. it's like they are self-appointed to ask everybody else what they're doing. Right. And I also think it needs to be yeah. noted when you have a vape business that part of your cost of business is advocacy. 
that is paying uh, for an av- uh, paying for a lobbyist. That is part of the cost of having a vape business. Too many vape businesses don't understand that. You have you, okay. You have your rent. You have your inventory. You got to pay your employees. You got to pay the bills. Keep the lights on. And advocacy, that's part of the cost of business. If they would understand that, and they don't. They don't. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and it, you know, don't get into this industry if you're not prepared to spend additional dollars to fight for it. Because it's just, it's too controversial an industry. Yes. Right. And, and it's a hard sell. Like, um, you pay money into a fund that allows for something to not happen. That that's really <laughs> difficult. To, like, it, it it needs a slightly different narrative, and 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 maybe based on the fact of, of how this industry is shaped, and a lot of very unsophisticated business people, maybe it's time we we start dumbing that down and 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 making them more aware of of what it means to have nothing happen. Right. I I don't know. I mean, how mu- how much dumber do you have to make that? Hey, nothing bad happened. <laughs> 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 How, how much further down does it have to go? Well, we, we've got some examples of, of, of um, experiment hitting the fan. So um, at, at least there's something to point at and say, well, that could happen here. But Listen, I, I, think well, the, yeah. I think the greatest thing to point at now is Chicago. It really is. It's done. It's done there. I, I, I don't know how anybody in their right mind cannot see that and, and, and be scared. That I see that that scares me. You know, I've said it many times here in Connecticut. We've been we've been lucky, but the last thing they said to us is we're not going. As soon as those regulations come out, the second they come out, we're acting on them. They're not going to wait for them to go through the FDA and the whole process. I, it, they're not going to wait for that. So let's say the FDA gets sued and it's in, tied up in court for years. Connecticut's not waiting. They're going to look at those regulations and they're going to act on them. That's scary shit. That frightens me. That is. That is super scary stuff. And I'm headed to Chicago, as a matter of fact, tomorrow, and I'll be there until Thursday night. Um, But you know in your state and California and anybody who was paying any attention whatsoever, 2015, the legislative sessions in 2015 kicked our asses. I mean, my husband was like, you know, I'm done. He was like, I've barely, I've never, you know, I don't see you anymore because I was everywhere all the time trying to keep up with this stuff. And 2016, I'm I'm not saying that for sympathy. I'm saying, no, I'm saying it because 2016 is going to be way worse than 2015. 2015 was everybody getting their feet wet, sticking a toe in the water, checking it out. If you think people have fatigue now, wait till 2016 and other states are going to jump on. Not states like Tennessee or they they don't have any threats or or anything because they're tobacco states, Right. Right. So stuff gets handled pretty good, pretty easy. As a matter of fact, we have a member in Tennessee who actually manages, um, sponsors a sports team, which would never happen in any other state. Oh, so no. it's pretty impressive. You know, it's a good, it's a good place to be. But the rest of the states, man, it's going to be bloody. It's going to be really ugly. Yeah. No, it is. Absolutely, it is. You know that that's funny you bring that up. Sponsoring a sports team because like. I've lived in this town for, God, many, many years. My son grew up here. He attended school here. And, like, uh, for example, just a few weeks ago, I had the uh, high school athletic, uh, someone from the high school athletic committee contact me. They sent a letter, and uh, they wanted to know if we would, you know, donate money to help with buying uniforms and this and that and everything else. I've had other, 
uh, things uh, for uh, the, the, the kids' football team. They want to know if we donate money for uh, uniforms. Now, I donated money to all of these things, and I told them that it, it, it's, it has to be an anonymous donation, you know, because I, I don't want anybody to think that a vapor venue is giving money to the athletic league because they want to promote e-cigarettes to kids. I don't want to, and, and, but I want to help. So just we're going to donate something and just be anonymous about it. And, you know, they understand. They, they, they think it's great, but it sucks. It's, <laughs> you know, it's, right. you, you don't want to do that. It's a shame. With, with minor league stuff. But you know what? <clears throat> I've been talking to uh, several businesses in, in, in Vegas, and they want to do, on, uh, do a whole sporting event and have vapors compete. And have the funds go um, to their to their local uh, advocacy efforts. You know what? Making videos at a sporting event where a whole bunch of vapors are sporting, I think it's great. Yeah, yeah. No, think yeah. about it. You you wouldn't be doing that if you're smokers, right? Because you'd be dying out of breath. Yep. Well, this brings us back to the federal. Um, to the final deeming regulations, which is that if vapor products get classified as a tobacco product, which is what it looks like, where it looks like it's headed, one of the things that is banned is sponsoring a sports team, having T-shirts or products with a logo or the company name on it or the product name on it. All that goes away. All of it goes away. Yep. So even your store could not have T-shirts with the name of the store if that's the name of the product. You can't advertise a tobacco product. I think what really would upset people is if if we actually explain to them that um, not only that, but giving away a bunch of free stuff is going to end too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sampling goes away. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's right. If You know, like people come into our store and they sit down, they try juice, that's done. That's all done. You have to now charge yeah. them if they want to try juice. <laughs> I mean, that's crazy. Yeah, that'll go over well. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to go over real nice. I mean, it, I don't know. I, and, you know, I get why people would have fatigue because it's just a constant slew of bad news and stress and, you know, whatever. I remember when we beat back the Leno bill a few months ago. It, the elation that we all felt was, like, ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, it was literally like doing cartwheels. Yep. But then, you know, like, five minutes later, we're like, okay, don't get too excited because this is just <laughs> going to come back in a few days. <laughs> and sure yeah. enough, four days later, it came back. But it's, you know, you, you just got to dig in and, you know, do it. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Having a party in Reno and, and partying all night and... <clears throat> waking up with a slight hangover and then the next day getting a text message, uh-oh, it's not over, get prepared. Like, literally, we didn't even yep. get 24 hours. Right. right. <laughs> it was brutal. It was just like, oh, my God. And I hope you enjoyed it while it lasted, you know? Uh, oh, I absolutely did enjoy it while it lasted. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Yeah, we so. It's fight. exhausting. and I. Yeah, it is. What? It is. Oh, I know. We talk about this all the time. And it's like, you know, I mean, every day I wake up and I think, okay, what's going to hit the fan today? What, what is the calamity going to be today? What, what disaster are we going to be facing right. what's every day? Public drama? What's going on? Can we actually have like a day where we can focus on, on serious issues? Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's a shame. It really is a Stephane, shame. Stefan, you and I are sounding pretty, pretty bitter right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're, 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 
we're just being very realistic. <laughs> you know what? We, we would only be bitter if we weren't laughing about it. Right. That is true. We do laugh a lot, so that's good. Yes. All right. Well, Cynthia, I want to thank you for coming on. Stefan, I want to thank you for coming on. I really do appreciate it. I, I thank you, Cynthia, for everything you're doing with Stefan. I thank Stefan for this uh, not blowing smoke. It's phenomenal. It's really a phenomenal thing that you've done here, young man. It's wonderful. We've only just started. Yes, young man. It's a wonderful thing. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm old in this. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I will. Right, well, thank you, guys. But anyway, well, thank you for having me on. I very much appreciate it. Stefan, I'll be talking to you tomorrow. Sure. Talk okay. to you tomorrow. Thanks, Cynthia. Talk okay, to you later. Bye, guys. Bye. Talk to you later, Kevin. Thank you, Stefan, for coming out. We'll talk to you later, sir. Sure. Thank you for having me. All right. All right. Hang on a second. What am I doing here? Okay, there we go. Wait a minute. What do you want, Ed? Oh, um, I was going <laughs> to ask a question. <laughs> I, I thought I got off to ask you. Uh, it was about sampling, uh, and it's kind of a question, uh, but this is what I think is that when we're talking, there's a confusion between sampling and there's uh, between sampling and tasting. My understanding is that when we're talking about samples, we're talking about something that's given away, the product, you know, they put it in their pocket, they walk away. A sample would be a bottle of e-liquid, uh, that somebody's given, but as far as in a vape shop, when somebody wants to do a tasting, that that is not covered under what we, when it says sampling. So that's, I'm pretty sure that's the way it is, but that's the question that I had. The the way I think it is, is if a convenience store was allowing customers to come in and sample lit Marlboro lights, they, that would be against the law. So it would be the same thing for sampling Vape liquids. But that's not the, what, what the, the whole sampling rule came because, you know, there'd pe- people, or, you know, kids at concerts would be handed out free cigarettes or there'd be, uh, you know, back in the 50s, the little cigarette girls that would walk around the, the clubs, you know, giving away cigarettes. It was actually giving away a product, a free sample that they could take home with them. And then that would, you know, that that's how the law for cigarettes was, was done. There was nobody handing out lit cigarettes. Well, no, I understand that, but I'm just saying that if a convenience store put on a promotion where you could actually come and try a cigarette, I just don't think that's legal. <laughs> I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Well, I don't know. I, but I, I, but I think when, when we're talking that, that tasting inside of a vape shop is not under the no sample rule. Well, I that's don't know. That's what I'm going by. But I, I do that's have... What I, but I do have something I want to tell you, Ed. The uh, Atlantis Triton uh, Clapton coils, they're phenomenal. But I thought they get bad after a few days. No, no, no. Those are the G Clapton ones. These are the ones that came out from uh, Aspire. These are the new Triton coils. They come with the, uh, the Triton 2 tanks. The Clapton coils, these are excellent. Not those G Clapton ones. Those suck. These are phenomenal. They're fantastic. I highly recommend and, them. And they stay, they stay good tasting, though. Because I mean, yes. I heard about these other Clapton corals. You know, I guess they're the Eric ones, but that they go bad after a while. No. They, they, they don't taste terrible just after a few days. Well, yeah, yeah, the G Clapton ones. Yes, they do. These are the ones that are made by um, 
Aspire. They just came out. We just got them in the other day. They're the ones that come with the Triton 2 tank, and they are Aspire Triton Clapton coils. Phenomenal. They are phenomenal, Ed. You must try them. You must try them. Well, I will, but, you know, I'll tell you one thing, now that you remind me, is that when I called up, I did the joke contest, I did the dumb joke, I, I won the contest, I never got my uh, vaping monkey uh, berries un, unblended. <laughs> I'm missing 120 mils. You never got I, your... When I, at ECC, I went over, I talked to the guy, I have his card somewhere, and I'm going to send an email, I'm going to send you an email, I still want my berries uncrushed. Well, I, I, you should have sent me an email. I did twice. Okay, well then do this. Send me an email after the show with your address, and I will have uh, CJ send it to you. What strength do you want, three or six? Well, I was going to go with 12. Tw- but, you uh, want 12? Yeah, Jesus. I don't know. If- okay. 12. <laughs> but maybe you can send a six and a 12 and then do three 30-mil bottles instead of one giant, one point. But I, I usually use 12, yes. Okay, well, I'll send one giant 12. One twenty twelve, and I, and the berries and crushed. I looked at the test report, you know, because you know CJ has posted his diacetyl and acetylpropanol results, and I looked at it, and it's all good to go. Yes, he has a lot of research. When I that's out all these companies have to but, do, Ed, is just tell post their. Re- that's all they have to say. If they've got it in there, just say it. This contains diacetylpropanol, or if it doesn't say it doesn't, it's so simple. Listen, i got to bring Dino on. I'll put you on hold because I'm sure you're going to want to chime in on my whole five on thing, so hang on a second. I'm going to put you on hold right there. If you want to chime and just press one, I'm sure the audience would love that. Where, <laughs> where, is, where is Dino? Where is Dino? There is Dino. We need Dino's intro music. Dino, are you ready for intro music? Always. Here you go. You're really beating this one to death. Uh. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That's fantastic. Everybody move your body. Sing it. My body. My body. Everybody move your body. Sing it. My body. Dino's body. Everybody move your body. Okay, that's enough of that. <laughs> That's great. I love that song. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Been a very eventful weekend. Has it really? Yeah. I started eating at 8 o'clock this morning. I haven't stopped since. <laughs> so in other words. Killing it. You're killing it. I'm killing the eating game. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> you're killing the eating game. That's great. That is fantastic. So, yes, uh, Dino actually wanted to come on for this, which I was surprised. But uh, I guess you did listen to Rush's show the other day. Every word. Yes. Uh, I want to uh, discuss this whole five pawns thing. Now, again, I explained at the beginning of the show. I'm not discussing details of the lawsuit. I could give that, that's not what I'm discussing. I'm discussing people's reactions to it. 
I've been reading that fucking Facebook, the Reddit. I've been reading everywhere all weekend. Everybody's comments on it. And boy, has that been interesting reading. I am very, very shocked by a lot of people's comments. Now, let me take this back to the beginning, okay? When Russ first told me about this, all right, this was my first response, okay? After he told me about and this is what I said to him. This is exactly what I said. My first response was, this is terrible. This is absolutely terrible. And he said, why? I said, it's terrible because what's going to happen is you're going to have a bunch of fucking asshole lawyers sitting around just waiting to see what's going to happen with this case, okay? Let's say they win the case, okay? And five pawns has to pay. Now you're going to have a bunch of jerk-off fucking lawyers going absolutely nuts, wanting to sue every fucking e-liquid company on the planet. You're going to see these commercials on TV like they have for the drug companies. You know, you, they're like, uh, have you used Cutwood or Cloud or, or um, have you used Beard Vape Co.? Have you used, uh, you know, whatever fucking e-liquid? Uh, if you have, contact us. You may be entitled to money. You know, I, I just see lawyers going nuts. And yeah. this, All the ambulance chases yes, will come out of the work. Yes, and this is going to be horrible for fucking e-liquid companies. In fact, I think a lot of them are going to go away because they're going to say, why the fuck am I going to be in business? If, if Which I is could, not entirely a bad thing, I have to say. Yes, because I, 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 I don't want to be fucking sued and, and, and lose my life savings and my home and everything else. That was my first reaction, and that's what I told him when he told me about this. That was honestly my reaction. Now, this lawsuit comes out, and I've been reading all these comments, and the comments have been absolutely fascinating. And I want to thank everybody for the comments because it really made me think about this. Now, I want to, I want to, I want to preface this with, don't get me wrong. I still believe what I told him the first day he told me about that. I believe that that is absolutely going to happen. This is terrible. And it's not just going to be liquid companies. Then you're going to have asshole lawyers that could extend it to stores. They're going to start finding like chains of stores, you know, like companies that have like 10, 12 fucking stores. Well, let's go after the store and sue them and say that you bought a need. You know, it's good. I could see litigation fucking nightmare. I still believe that. I do. And I hate that. But I, I, I do. I, I think that could absolutely happen. But I've been reading these comments, and they really have made me think about this. Okay? They really, really have. Now, there's something... Okay, number one. Let's, let's, let's step back here. I'm getting ahead of myself. Number one, when people are talking about this, okay, I don't see anybody... Well, maybe one or two idiots, but I think everybody is pretty much in agreement with two things. Number one that they did have either diacetyl or acetylpropanol in their liquids. Nobody's saying that's not true. It's true. Okay. Everybody, everybody's pretty much on agreement with that. And number two, I don't see anybody really disputing the fact that they lied about it. They did. Russ called him up himself. He's got it recorded and asked him if it was in there. And they said, no, I don't give a fuck. Oh, it's a new plate. Doesn't matter. He called five ponds and they said, no, our liquid does not contain that. Okay, there's really no disputing that. That's not really being disputed. Okay, and the lawsuit, just so you understand, is not that diacetyl or APU is in the liquid. It's about advertising. Okay, it's about lying to consumers. Okay, that's that's what the lawsuit's about. It's not about whether or not uh, uh, diacetyl or CPAP is harmful. What are this? What is not? That's not about that. 
misrepresentation of their product. That's right. That's right. That is correct. So now, I think we can all pretty much agree that two things happened. There was either diacetyl or acetylpropanol in their liquids, and number two, they weren't honest about it. Okay? We can all agree about that. Okay. Well, not really, because well, a lot of people are still sticking their heads in the sand. Well, that. okay, they stick their but but I think most people, I don't know how how you could you could deny it. their own fucking test results said it, and um, it, it the, 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 there's evidence that the people call Russ, for example, called and they told him it wasn't in there, and there's other people apparently have done the same thing. Okay, so as far as I'm concerned, there's proof that it was in there, and they lied about it being in there. Okay, now. This is what's absolutely shocking to me. This is what's shocking to me. You have a bunch of people that are concerned about what this is going to do, number one, regarding the, uh, the deeming regulations. This is not going to do a fucking thing for the deeming regulations. Deeming regulations are done. It's not going to do a goddamn thing. Oh, my God, what's the FDA going to think? I'll tell you what the FDA thinks. The FDA is already very, very aware of acetylpropanol and diacetyl, and guess what? They don't like it. They think it's dangerous, and they don't think it should be in e-liquids, okay? It doesn't matter whether you think it's bad or not. You got some people out there, we really don't know if it's bad or not. It doesn't fucking matter. They think it's bad, okay? They think it's bad, and they don't like it. That's a fact that they don't like it, okay? Now, these same people that are so concerned about what the FDA and the antis are going to think about this and how horrible this is, these are the same people running around screaming, I support five pawns. I support five pawns. You're screaming you support five pawns. Now, think about this for a second because I don't think any of you People have thought about this. Let me tell you something. Anybody that's saying that they support five pawns. You're all morons. You're all morons. And I'm going to tell you why you're all morons. Okay. Yeah, I love that. If you're, <laughs> if you're so concerned with what the FDA, what antis are going to think about this, think about what you're doing. You have a company. There was a class action lawsuit brought against a company. Okay. And they're going to see that the class action lawsuits, what it is, is there was these two dangerous chemicals in their e-liquid, acetylpropanol and diacetyl, and they lied about it to consumers. Okay, that's what they're going to see. That's what they're going to see with this lawsuit. Okay, so this company was putting dangerous chemicals in their e-liquid, and they were lying to consumers about it. And now you want to know what you're doing? You're yelling, I support them. So now they're going to go, so this is crazy. So this company <laughs> is putting these dangerous chemicals in their e-liquid, right? If this was a modder that fucked them, gave them the wrong item, he would be thrown under the bus in a fucking heartbeat. Right, right. I don't understand the mentality. But, 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 hang, on, but hang on, let me finish. So, so this company is being accused of putting harmful chemicals in their e-liquid and lying to consumers about it. And now this is the craziest part. Consumers are actually supporting the company. Oh, my God. Use your fucking brains. They're going to sit there and say, what? You want to know what the headline is going to be from the antis? Here's the headline, you idiots. E-liquid company being sued for putting harmful chemicals into their e-liquid and lying to consumers about it. And this is the kicker. The consumers support them. How fucking nutty is that? Have you thought about that for one fucking second? 
You want to you worry about what the FDA and, and antis are going to think about this? What are they going to think about you, you fucking idiot who's screaming, I support them? You support a company that does that? Do you think you know how dumb that's going to make us look? You're all morons. Stop it already. What what will we do without our mother's milk? <laughs> I mean, oh my god, they're screaming. I, I, <laughs> I support a company who puts harmful chemicals in their e-liquid and and lies to lies to us about it. I support them. What the fuck are you thinking? That's going to make us look fucking stupid. What you should be saying is is I absolutely do not support anything like that. I am happy that this is happening because we don't want to do business with a company who's putting dangerous chemicals in their liquid and lying to us about it. And it doesn't matter whether or not AP or, or diacetyl, whether you think it's harmful or not, it doesn't matter what the fuck you think because they think it is. That's all that matters. And you know what? Is there any definitive proof that diacetyl or acetylpropanol is harmful? Is there just definitive facts? No, there's not yet. But you know what? We don't know. We don't know. It's a risk that needs to be avoided. We don't know. If I said, okay, if I said to Dino, let's say, Dino, you're sitting in a fucking restaurant, right? And this guy comes up to you and he says, hey, Dino, get this shit. I've got this cheese. It is the greatest cheese in the world. There's no cheese better, right, Dino? But, <laughs> but we notice that with half of our customers that try the cheese, they get 72 hours of the worst diarrhea they've ever had in their life. Okay? But it's only with 50% of them. Some customers are just fine, but we've had customers that have had this cheese where they get explosive diarrhea for 72 hours straight. Do you want to <laughs> try it, Dino? Sure. <laughs> I mean, come on. It's we don't know. There's a 50-50 shot and it's an avoidable risk. So all you idiots screaming you support them, you're telling the antis and the FDA and everybody else watching, we support a company that puts bad stuff in their e-liquid that's harmful to us and lies to us about it. Use your fucking brains. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I mean, really? Oh, my God. Holy shit. You know, someone mentioned on uh, Facebook, they said, you know, this is terrible. I have to go speak at OMB this week. Now what the hell am I going to say? Because I'm sure they're going to bring this up. This this really fucks me. Now what am I going to say because of this dumb fucking Try lawsuit? Try telling the truth. Yeah. You know what you say? This is what I would say if I was speaking at OMB this week. I would say, listen, OMB, I just want to mention something. That vapors are very concerned about what's in their e-liquid, and we do believe that we do need some regulation. Not the outrageous regulation that the FDA is putting down, but we do absolutely need some regulation. In fact, let me give you an example of how we're actually self-regulating. There's actually currently a class action lawsuit that was brought up against a company who was putting diacetyl and acetylpropanol on their e-liquid and lying to us about it. And you know what? Now legal action is being taken against them by vapors, by three vapors. That's how much we care about this industry. We want to ensure that the e-liquid we're using is the safest it can possibly be and to ensure that companies aren't lying to us and putting harmful chemicals in our e-liquid. They would find that impressive. <laughs> I mean, come on. Oh, my God. You know, and I'm sorry, it's not mother's milk; it's Castle Reserve. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, it's absolutely insane. You people have lost your fucking skulls. That's what you say. And then I see some people saying, well, they're a part of the community. They're a part of the community. We shouldn't be doing this to them. Well, you know what? If they if they really cared about us, they wouldn't have done this in the first place. Listen, they did this to themselves. Russ didn't do this. They did this to themselves. Listen, let's take your argument, all right? I'm, I'm, I'm going to side with them for a second. Let's take your argument that Russ is only doing this because he wants attention and and uh, he's uh, just wants to cause drama and which he does yeah and and he's putting on a witch hunt and this and that and everything else blah 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 let's let let, let, let let's let's talk to them okay let's say that's the case well you know what five pawns should not have given somebody like that the ammunition to do something if they were doing things right then there's nothing that can happen to them. They weren't doing things. Suicide Bunny, she wasn't doing it right either. She had that fucking acetopropyl on her liquid and, and, and she denied it, denied it, denied it. All right? If they were doing the right thing, then stuff like this, then people like Russ can't go after them and stuff like this can't happen. And you want to say, and, and listen, people are going, they're going, why is Russ going after these big companies? It's all about money. No, 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 no. It's not all about money. It has nothing to do with money. He went after Suicide... And I, I don't even need him for this. I can answer this for him. He went after Suicide Bunny and Five Pawns. These are two companies, okay, that sell some of the most expensive e-liquid on the market. Okay? The way they promote these e-liquids are e-liquids that have the finest ingredients. You're going to get the best, the best ingredients. We put a lot of time and care into our e-liquid. Uh, five pawns with we we test your liquids to ensure you're only getting the finest quality ingredients. Five pawn boasted they they don't outsource flavors they make their own flavors. You know these are two companies that promote their e liquids as the best of the best, and you're paying a premium cr- price because you're getting the best possible ingredients and in e liquid that money can buy. That's why. And then to find out that the shit's in there, in their e-liquid, that's why. Has nothing to do with money. Nothing. Nothing. Oh, my God. (laughs) This has just been so great. You know, and then there's a lot of people that have this attitude of, well, why did we have to bring this out now? Why could have we just, you know, left it alone? Why do we have to just leave it alone? Okay, let them continue to put this shit in their e-liquid and lie to consumers about it. Listen. Someone made a comment on Facebook because there was a, a big discussion about that as well. As it, should just, it just should have been left alone. And this woman said, you know what? This kind of reminds me of what's been happening in the Catholic Church for the past how many years. I know exactly what she's talking about. She is absolutely right. For years, you had priests molesting children. Okay, and the church didn't do anything about it. You want to know why? Oh, God forbid the public finds out about this. Oh, my God, this this is going to be horrible for 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 the church. This is going to be horrible for Christians. Oh, my God, we can't let this out. So you know what they did for all those years? They swept it under the rug. They did nothing. They continued just just put it under the rug, hide it so that nobody would know. And years and years went by. And unfortunately, because they just brushed it under the rug, more and more kids were molested. It's horrible. It should have came out years and years. That's your attitude. Oh, sweep it under the rug. Let them keep on doing this. What kind of fucking attitude is that? 
I did. All these people are losing their minds. I, I know. I know. And you I know what? You can, be, you can be mad at Russ all you want, but the fact of the matter is, is Five Pawns brought this upon themselves. They gave him the ammunition to do this. They brought it yeah. upon themselves. How about putting responsibility? Russ, Russ only gave it a little nudge. Yes. How about putting the responsibility on the parties that are responsible for this? Not him. They're responsible. Well, they don't. They're not going to go and and badmouth five pawns because they won't get their juice. The, Russ is the easy guy to to uh, take it out on. And, and then another. And another thing I see a lot of, and, and I want to shut you people up too because you're fucking idiots. Five Pods was great company. They they give so much money to Safada or, or, or Kassa. I'm sorry. They give so much money to Kassa. They're great. They give a lot of money to Kassa. They're wonderful. How dare you do this to them? Listen, you fucking idiot that's saying that. Now listen to me because you're a Hang on. The, the people that are saying that. You're all morons. You are. Now let me tell you why. Why do you think Five Pawns or any company for that matter is giving all this money to advocacy because they want to stay in business you dumb shit they want to continue to sell e-liquid and make money that's why they're doing it they're not doing it because we just love vaping and we want to help the vapors around the world no they're doing it because they want to stay in business as long as they possibly can and they know funding advocacy is certainly going to help in them being able to stay in business Anybody, do you think my store here in Connecticut and all the other stores put up thousands of dollars every month to our lobbyists because we just love vaping and we want to keep all the vapors in Connecticut happy? No, because we want to stay in business because I want to be able to get a paycheck and fucking feed my feed my family. The and balls pay- on you. <laughs> the balls on you. I mean, come on. This is crazy, Dino. You know what vaping's biggest enemy is? Who? Vapors. Right. That's what it is. Yes, it is. It absolutely is. I know I'll get shit for that comment, but it's fucking true. It is true. It is absolutely true. So, yes, companies advocate because they want to be able to stay in business. That's why they advocate. Okay? It's that simple. It needs to be done right now. It has to be done. We're at war, and it has to be done. Put the blame where the blame needs to be put on five pawns. Don't blame Russ. You can hate him all you want. You can say he's a piece of shit. You could say he just wants to cause drama and trouble and blah, blah, blah. You know what? Be mad at five pawns. You can hate Russ all you want, but be mad at five pawns for putting themselves in a position for this to happen. Be mad at them for lying. They lied. Be mad at them for that. And don't run out there and say you support a company who, according to the antis and the FDA, I guarantee you, is responsible for putting dangerous chemicals into e-liquid and then lying to consumers about it. Because you're going to make me and Dino and everybody else look like a bunch of fucking morons. (laughs) I mean, really? I don't support a company who does that. Who the fuck in their right mind would? And that's going to be the headline. The headline's going to be, uh, wacky vapor support company who puts dangerous chemicals in their e-liquid and lies to them about it. What the fuck kind of people are these people? Oh my god! I see people putting on their Facebook page, you know, supporting you know Paris, <laughs> and then behind the yeah. Paris uh, colors, 
it says I support five points. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Seriously? So, yeah. Support Paris. I agree. We all have to support Paris. Don't support five pawns. Please, God. Oh, we have phone calls. Who do you want to take first? Wait, hold on. Before you take yeah. the call, I want to mention one thing. Yes. Did you, one thing Russ said that I did not agree with, and, and he said on the show <clears throat> that he believed that the law, law, law firm was doing this for the good of the public's interest. Okay. That is bullshit. <laughs> there is not a fucking lawyer in this world that's doing anything for the public good other than Greg Connolly. All right. Oh, yeah. Right. And I want to point out something, too. I want to point out something, too. Uh, this woman, Lucy, has been attacking Russ. And I, I've got I've got to break this down real quick because, I mean, she's been the biggest attacker of Russ, this Lucy woman on fucking uh, uh, Facebook. Uh, hang on. I want to point out some of the things. Well, I'll just read the whole thing she said. So do the three poor lads you roped into this know what they're in for? At this juncture, I have to ask, what is your motivation here? Who are you and what basis does your experience qualify you to pick out and target these companies? You are not a concerned consumer. Okay, so you know as a fact, Lucy, that Russ is not a consumed consumer. You're stating that as a fact and you don't know that. So that's lie number one. You have no business here that I'm aware of. To myself and fellow vapors, and don't say the community supports you, you had 191 listeners, no one cares. Okay, Lucy, let me point out something to you, because that's a, you're an idiot. Let me explain. <laughs> she is. She's a moron. Lucy, this is for you. Hang on. I gotta play this. You're all morons. That's for you. Let me explain something, okay? We do something here called a podcast. And what we do, for example, is right now, I'm recording my podcast. on two, Usually on Tuesday nights, Russ is recording his podcast. Jeannie records her podcast on Thursday nights. Now, 99.9% of the people that listen to our shows listen to the replay. They don't listen live. 0.1% of the people that listen to this show listen live. Essentially, the people that are listening live are just listening to us record the show. Yeah, Lucy, we're fucking famous. <laughs> no, I just say, so your theory of only 191 people cared, that is absolutely not true, okay? 99.9% um, .9 of the people that listen to Russ's show will listen to the replay because we record a podcast and put it up for people to listen to at their convenience. We're not one of these YouTube shows where we're desperate to try to get see how many live listeners we can get. We're not Vapor Joe going, let's give away a bunch of stuff, see how many people we get to watch us live. That's not what we do here. We do a podcast, okay, which 99.9% .9 of the listeners listen to our replays on the SoundCloud page. So that's bullshit number two. And I personally feel an attack on companies that are part of our community fabric is an attack on all of us. You are a shock jock. I agree with you on that, Lucy. And you have been put on notice for exploiting this industry to advance your own celebrity. <laughs> this is a celebrity. You are in this for Facebook likes. You might be. Money. No. I talked to Russ because a lot of people have been asking. Has Russ gotten any money off this? I asked him, I said, just tell me, the, have you got any money off this, Russ? He said, I have not received a penny from this. Not a penny. And I can tell you what, Russ gets paid zero to do his show. He makes nothing for doing his show. But mostly I think it is the attention you crave. Possibly. You are a con artist, nothing more. Wow. But he, he doesn't lie. <laughs> he's <laughs> no. not a liar. No, he's not. No. He's not. 
All right, now we'll take phone calls because I knew there were going to be phone calls. And if you want to call in 347-308-8329, you better make it quick. I have an announcement. 918 area code, you are on the air. Hey, Kevin. Hello. Hello, can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay, is the star around? I need to talk to him. The star is around. Yeah, I'm right here. <laughs> hey, uh, I don't know whether to cuss you out or kiss your feet. You could do both if you like. <laughs> well, after six months of waiting for uh, my velocity, it finally showed up. So it's uh, probably the best ripper I've ever used. See, this is I why vaping is doomed. Because we're talking about serious shit here about about diacetyl and lawsuits, and this guy called to talk about the velocity. Okay. All right? Listen, Dino, you should be happy. You love, you love the velocity. I'm kidding. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm glad you like it. Hey, I love it, man. I really do. Now it's now I got to save all my pennies and buy the marquee. Yeah, right. <laughs> You should save up your money and buy Castle Reserve. I heard it's going to be very difficult, difficult to get soon. I, that's the nastiest shit I've ever tasted in juice. You know, I'm going to be the new uh, diacetyl and acetylpropanol distributor for five points. I just closed a really big deal. They need, they need a New York office. <laughs> that is true. All right. Do you have anything else or is you just call you, No, for this I just bullshit? wanted to tell you how great your velocity All right. is. Yeah, thank happy. you so much. That's fucking great. I can't believe that we got a call about the velocity. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. Okay. 408, you're you're on the air. Hello. This guy must have bought the velocity. Yeah. Yes. I'm, I'm... Yeah, this is Ed Wolf. Uh, oh, boy. So uh, I'm going to try and avoid talking about the lawsuit entirely, but there's some things that I do want to talk about with the lawsuit. Uh, first of all, you, oh, so what you, you just what he just dope? said is I'm not going to talk about the lawsuit, but I'm going to talk about the lawsuit. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm going to try not to. Try not to. But just remember to what about Kevin said. Bit. Make it quick. <laughs> go, go ahead, Ed. We're listening. I thought we have a full half an hour to go. Well, I, there's other people that want to chime in too, but go ahead. Go ahead. We're listening. Tell, tell you what. Tell you put, put me last. Take the other calls first. No, no, no. Go ahead. You're on. Go ahead. Say what you want to say. Okay. Do you believe that the dose makes the poison? Do I believe that the dose makes the poison? I don't know. I never I'm thought... not sure I understand the question. Yeah, I don't understand. I'm an idiot. I'm on... I don't understand the okay. question. Well, I mean, that's the whole theory of tobacco harm reduction is that the dose makes the poison because inside of most e-liquids is formaldehyde. There, and because you have instruments that can test for all sorts of tiny amounts, there's formaldehyde actually in the e-liquid on a lot of e-liquids. Not, and it's not just from the, you know, the uh, the heating that causes it. But there's, you know, you ex- you exhale formaldehyde for after all. So if there's just tiny trace amounts of a chemical, it does not necessarily mean that that is a health effect. It doesn't mean it's necessarily dangerous. However, the lawsuit makes that conclusion it says that it's dangerous so it, part of that lawsuit is asserting that because there's amounts of biasal that it, it it's it's dangerous it's hazardous that that the application is now hazardous as well as so the as well as the can, fda has concluded that go on but they they can do the same thing with formaldehyde 
it's it's a it's a, just a different, and they can do that one. It's much easier because formaldehyde has main value in the media. So the way that this company, and I, and when I mean company, I mean these lawyers are going about this is awfully shady, and it's shady because they they I've already found a lie where they they are lying. They are saying that the government has published. Uh, health recommendations on the level of diastole and acetylpropanol in e-liquids. They, they purely lied. They said that that document exists, and they even reference a document. It's a 300-page guidance document, and it's not in there. They've lied, and that's part of their factual allegations. So I, I, when, when you say that everybody agrees that, that Five Ponds lied, I can't, I can't do that yet because I think that the way that Russ has gone about this is um, it's kind of shady in some ways. But okay, well, hang on, hang from on. From my perspective, well, wait a minute, Ed. Let me ask you a question. Now, you heard the call where Russ called them and asked if there was AP or diacetyl in the e-liquid, and he was told no. I heard that phone call. Yeah, that's right. So you don't consider that a lie? <laughs> I mean, I can, well, first another of all, proof you need. I watched American Hustle. I know what a setup is, right? I mean, you've seen that movie American Hustle. There's a way to entrap people if you do it right. Oh and what, when, when he called up, he acted as if he was just, you know, a little Bo Peep calling up and going, is there anything? In, and he gets some newbie, uh, you know, little girl, uh, when she talked about how sweet she sounded, uh, that, uh, that she said, well, let me talk you this. I know this is something going on today. And, and she said, uh, uh, yeah, I guess it doesn't have it. Now, if he was a real caller, if he knew anything, if he wanted to get to the heart of it, he would have said, wait a second, I know what's going on here. You guys say that your own testing says that you have it. Let me go to the next stage up. But he wasn't interested in that. He got his sound bite and he got out the call. He didn't go, let me talk to the next people up there. He got her and that was it. <laughs> he shouldn't have to. So, right. He shouldn't have to. I agree. It was a mistake. It is what it is. It's on tape. I know it's kind of shady that the lawyers are doing it this way because it's illegal to do that in California. This is a California law firm, and what they did is they put a stooge up to make that phone call and to get that information, and they put it in their lawsuit. Now, Russ can tell me I have fucking no idea when they contacted him and if he made that call before the law firm called him, and you're right. I don't know, but the fact that it's in the lawsuit itself is shady because there, it's, that, it's not – Federal law says it's one party. California law says it's two party. New York law says it's one, uh, one party too. I don't know if that's even to be able to get in, uh, you know, into the court. It, it has to be adjudicated whether that's even a legal. Okay, hang on, hang on, Ed, Ed, Ed. Let, let, let me ask you a question. Okay, let me ask you a question. Now, when the general public sees this, uh, when the FDA sees this, which I'm sure they already have, when the anti groups see this, what are they going to see? Now, what they're going to see is there is an e-liquid company that has a class action lawsuit against them for having harmful chemicals in their e-liquid in line to consumers about it. That's what they're going to see, correct? That's what that's what the reports are going to be. Do you agree with that? And they're going to and they're going to see that uh, the, the government apparently has put out a report on e-liquids. They're not going to read the lawsuit ad. I'm talking about somebody sitting at their fucking kitchen table on, say, Wednesday morning, eating their fucking oatmeal, getting ready to go to work, and on NBC, the news says an e-liquid company in California is being uh, had a class action lawsuit brought up against them for putting dangerous ingredients in their e-liquid 
and lying to consumers about it. That's what they're going to see. Okay? You agree with that? That's what they're going to see. Just like the RJR lawsuit, similar to that. Now, yeah, and and you know what the anti is going to say? Geez, doesn't that sound familiar? Didn't we have Big Tobacco lie about what was in their cigarettes for all these years, and then finally they had to be sued to tell the truth? They're going to compare it to that. Now, I that's, agree. Okay, yeah, that's, that's what we're going to see. Now, see. now, now, hang on. Okay, well, now, hang on. Next step. Now, you have vapors that are all over Facebook screaming, "I support five pawns." Is that not outrageous? You know how fucking stupid yeah. we look that they're screaming that they support a company to, to these people. Also, oh, they support a company that puts dangerous chemicals in their e-liquid and lies to them about it. What kind of fucking wackos are these people? But you're now bought into that formaldehyde is a dangerous chemical in the cigarette. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it is or it isn't. The fact of the matter is, is the FDA believes it is. Okay. And they're going to put out there, they have put out there that they believe it is. And it's going to be reported that it is. That's all that matters. It doesn't matter if I think it is or not. I could think diacetyl and acetylpropanol are completely harmless. You know, uh, Suicide Buddy and Five Pawns, from what they've said in the past, believe, uh, have this belief that, oh, well, we really don't know if it is or not. So, so they're downplaying it. But the fact of the matter is, it's going to be reported that it is. And we're screaming that we support them. No, fucking. I think most of the people okay. that support five pawns are the same people that supported OJ. <laughs> yeah, right. But, but what you just said, Kevin, <laughs> is that the fact this case was slapped onto, uh, uh, and that's spelled S L A A P P, you know, it's a slap law, that the fact that they put that lawsuit onto five pawns just after it's done, doesn't matter what's the content, the veracity, or anything. You know, vapors get fucked. Is that what you're saying? That the fact that this lawsuit is out there, vapors are going to get fucked, right? Well, if vapors get fucked, then whose fault is that? Is that Five Pawns' no, fault not, or Russ's fault? fault? We're just Russ. saying that the lawsuit itself, <laughs> the lawsuit itself fucks people, right? The law, what the lawsuit's going to do, and I said this in the beginning, and I do believe it, it's going to invite tons of other lawsuits. It's terrible what it's going to do. It's absolutely terrible. Right. Yes. So it fucks fucks people. So I think some of the people that are saying I support it is because they just don't want to get fucked. But why would they support it? But why are they supporting well, a company the that does? They should be right, Ed. They should be mad at Five Pawns for putting themselves in a position where they had this stuff in there. They lied about it, and they, and they lied about it. Be mad at them. Don't be mad at Russ. Be mad at them. You know what? If if they never did this, then this wouldn't be happening right now. They had ample opportunity to stop it, and they didn't. You know what? All they had to do. All they had to do was come out and say, you know what? Okay, it's in there. There's a, just put a warning. Hey, our liquid contains diacetyl or acetylpropanol, vape at your own risk. That's all they had to do. That's it. Or they did that. Or they could have reformulated, which they're not going to do because that takes work, and uh, they, they don't want. Uh, no, so, who they knows? I don't know if they reformulated or not. Who knows? But the point is, is that no, it was they, in there, and they lied to people about it. And now they're being sued over it. They're at fault for this. If vapors want to be mad, be mad at five pawns for having this shit in there and lying about it. If that never happened, none of this would have been going on. That's bullshit. And of course it would be going on. 
if you look at the time frames in the lawsuit, they were doing this case before. Five Ponds was just the, the, the easiest victim, but this thing was preloaded. This thing's ready to go already. They're just the first domino. They, they, they want, uh, you know, Five Ponds to cave, and so once they knock down Five Ponds, there's 500 other dominoes right behind them that all get to go down too. Ed, Ed, let but, me ask but, you a question. If, if wait, I, Ed, hang on, hang on, Ed, let me say this. If I go rob a bank and Dino tells on me I, and I go to jail, is it Dino's fault that I'm in jail? I would never rat on you. <laughs> I'm just saying. Is it Dino's fault that I'm in jail? I go rob a bank and Dino tells on me. He tells the police and I get locked up because he told him. Is it Dino's fault that I'm in jail? You're assuming that Dino did a crime. Dino is in jail and you have not even talked to Dino to find out if he did a crime. Dino's because not in jail. I'm in jail. Dino was, <laughs> and Dino's in jail for, you've been told Dino's been in jail because he's been using a deadly weapon on all sorts of people that he's been brandishing this deadly weapon. And if you would have talked to Dino, you would have found out that all his deadly weapon was a little scooter he's been riding around and some people got scared at him. But you never bothered to talk to Dino, did you? You just assumed he was using a deadly weapon. And that's what this case is about. Okay. Can can we wrap this up because yeah, people uh, this is this is like a whole show. <laughs> I know people are. Going is there nuts. anybody else on the phone? Yeah, 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 yeah get, we we, we. <laughs> let me just end. Uh, you know, I'll get off the phone. But, but I looked for the marketing material produced by Five Ponds that said that they had diacetyl or acetylpropyl or that they did not have it or they weren't using it. And that marketing material, those advertising and those blogs, none of that shit exists. What you have is that, that they said on their website, we use the best fucking ingredients you can ever find. And because of that, Russ assumed, just like some people assume that anything made by AMSA doesn't uh, have diacetyl, and we know that's not true, is that 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 anything that Five Ponds used didn't have diet. So they made that assumption, and that's the assumption they put in the lawsuit. And just because they've assumed that doesn't mean it's true. The marketing materials aren't there that show that they've done this. And, in fact, when the lawsuit was done, was filed, what they wanted – Something to be changed. Though. They wanted five pounds to, you know, they want five pounds to take a saw like a hundred thousand bucks, and then it'll all go away. And in if you look at everybody's bottles and and every vape shop, you know, the next the class action attorneys will come after the vape shops next if this thing wins because they're going to say that you're selling products that don't have the proper warnings on them. They don't say that there's don't have diacetyl. They don't say it has acetylpropanol. And there's not a single bottle, and I've looked, and can you tell me of any brand of manufacturer that says that they have diacetyl in them or they don't have it? I've never seen a label of any product that says it has it or doesn't have it. And so that's why everybody's at jeopardy. Ed, if you went to Mercedes-Benz tomorrow and you were purchasing a $100,000 Mercedes-Benz, would you expect that car to have a leather interior? No, Mercedes, Mercedes fake leather is pretty good. A lot of people like that in Europe. Would you expect your $100,000 Mercedes to have leather? Yeah, a lot of people. That's like right. You would just you say are. yes, yes. You would. You know you would. Now let's say you find out months later it's really not leather. It's pleather. It's a fake leather. Would you be upset? Again, Mercedes makes a fake oh leather. My God. Leather. <laughs> he doesn't get it. He doesn't get it. Just fucking give up. Okay, I'm gonna hang up on. I give up. <laughs> Hang on. 
Hello. Hi. If I had only known that back in September of last year, when I started making these phone calls because I was pissed off that nobody would pay attention to Dr. Farsalinos' lawsuit, if I had only known that just over a year later um, it would be this, or it could be what it is today, I'm pretty sure I would have totally fucked it up because I had, had no idea that it would actually get this big and just be this controversial for that matter. I never, ever thought in a million years that this would happen. Um, and as far as the, the, the negative comments, Kevin, man, did I have a good time yesterday. I love, I, I, don't, know, I don't know what your reaction to is when you know, people go crazy and they get, get mad and they say dumb stuff. I love it. It makes me so happy, especially when the attacks are personal on me and baseless. I love it. Um, and I don't think people get that because one of the reasons I love it so much is because these people are mostly idiots. Um, <laughs> number two, <laughs> and, and number two, they're helping. They're helping me. Or, or not helping me. They're helping the suit get attention. Every comment just bumps those things up right to the top of the, every comment, whether it's good or bad, it doesn't matter. In fact, I believe the negative ones are, uh, help more. They're helping. They're so dumb. They don't know that the, the thing that would help the least would be just not to say anything. That, that so many fewer people would know about this if they didn't say anything at all. They're helping me, and I love them. I, negative commenters, I love you. And, you know, you, missed, you were bringing, you were bringing up uh, some comments from that Lucy. I think you missed the best one. Um, now, mind you, this is on the same day that Paris had a horrible terrorist attack on it, right? Yes. So, I, and I saved this one because I love it so much. I actually printed it out and put it on my refrigerator. I swear to God. <laughs> um, someone was asking me, I'll, I'll, I'll paraphrase. Someone was asking, you know, will the money that will be awarded, is it going to go back into the community to help what we're fighting for, or is it just going to disappear? And I said, hey, funny, you asked you, you ask that. This is not the losing. I said, you know, Five Points was given the opportunity to do just that and avoid the lawsuit in the, entirely, and they declined. Um, and the, basically, this could have all been private. Like, it could have been private and cheap for them. And for what reason, I don't know. I can only assume it's just gross incompetence on their lawyer's part. They didn't see that by and, – and I wouldn't have been able to talk about it. They could have gotten out of this easy and cheap and completely private. I would have never – and they didn't do that. So, and, I, and I explained that. Now, this is where Lucy comes in. She says they declined because it would set a dangerous precedent, allowing people like you to extort money from them, which is not true because it would have been private. Nobody would have known about it. So, right. like, you know how you were saying before, how shame on five pawns for letting – if five pawns had settled it privately – then all those ambulance chasers that, that you're talking about, they would have not known anything about this. Five Pawns chose to go down a road that is not only completely public, but much, much more expensive. I don't know what they're thinking. Anyway, going on, uh, Lucy, <laughs> they declined because it was a dangerous precedent around people like you to extort money from, the, from, small, uh, from hardworking small business. America does not negotiate with terrorists. I, to the best of my knowledge, this is the first time I've ever actually been called a terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> it's the greatest 
it's the greatest misplaced and um, unintentional compliment anyone would ever get. And whenever I go to the whenever I go to the fridge to get a beer, that's that's what I see. And it just it just. I like the so girl. Uh, I like someone had posted to you that they were going to release your address to whoever. Yeah. And and your response yeah. was, I have a lot of guns. <laughs> yeah, yeah, come on over. See how you do in a shootout in the basement. <laughs> Good luck with that. Oh, it's just it, it, it's just crazy though. Did, did have you heard everything I've said, Russ? Oh yeah. I mean, am I not crazy here? Because that's exactly how it's going to be projected in the media. Company puts harmful chemicals in liquid. They lie to consumers about it, and the consumers are supporting them. That's insane. Well, they don't. They don't know what the consumer. The, the, the it's all over Facebook. They're everywhere. Like going, I support. I support five pawns. They're not. They're not. That's not. No. I mean, I, I would like to agree with you, but the person who's writing the article is going to see the lawsuit. They're going to read it. They're going to write it up. They're going to try to uh, contact the lawyers for both sides and get comment. And that's it. They're not digging through Facebook groups to see what fucking idiots are writing. They're not doing that. It's but don't you think story. it would Nobody... be better that we support, that we say we do not support companies who uh, who conduct business like this? That we do not they, support this? To it. Huh? Kevin, they don't know about it. They don't know about it. They're oblivious to, to that activity. They're oblivious to people's Facebook logos. Trust me. They don't know. They don't care. I don't know. I beg to differ. I'm I wonder waiting. how many Facebook groups you and I will be banned on by the end of the week for all this controversy. <laughs> and I'm telling you, there will be an article somewhere at some point within the next four to six weeks that actually talks about how consu- vapors support this company. It, it, it's a great story. It's, it makes us sound like we're fucking nuts. Anything they can come up with and make this look like we're nuts, this is it. This is the greatest thing to make us look like we're fucking insane. I mean, no, I, I don't think you're actually you're, you're not really thinking like a reporter, which is why you're. It, you could you could be right. I, I honestly, I don't. I, 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 I'm thinking like somebody who wants. I'm thinking like an anti-group who wants to make us look like uh, complete fucking fools. Hang on, we got a call. Four zero eight. You're on the air. Hello. Yeah, I'm just have two. Oh, quick for God's sakes! It's you. It's very quick. They're very quick. Please. Can't you call Please in on Tuesday? <laughs> Is the lawyer going to come on to ClickBang is the first question. The second question is, will the lawyer be muzzling Russ and having him stop talking? Will that be an outcome of this? That's it. Um, Well, uh, number one, uh, it is not one lawyer. There's like, I don't know, there's at least a half a dozen that are working on this, I think more. So it's not just one. Um, Two, um, if they want to, they're welcome to. Um, I told them at the beginning of this that if they want to, they just ask and you can come on any time. Whether they decide to do that at some point is up to them. I don't know. Um, will the lawyer um, muzzle me? I can't be muzzled on anything that is public information. There are things right now that I cannot talk about. Like, for example, um, even though you are saying, even though you said before, um, if they had given $100,000 to Casal, it would have gone away. You have no idea if that's the case. I know exactly what the case is, but that, can I speak about that? No, I actually can't. I can't speak about any did. of the details. You, no, you already did. You already said you no. can figure it out, and we did. Well, where'd you get the $100,000 number from? You just pulled oh, it out of your ass. I pulled it out of my ass. 
I pulled that number out of my ass. But but whatever number it is, you said it would go away for cheap, so I came up with a number of hundred thousand. But but you basically said that if they, you know, fold and give money to Saw, it'll all go away. I don't see how that protects them from a different class action lawsuit though. Because because nobody would have known that it happened. That would have been a private matter. It would have not been a part of any public record and something that I could not have and still cannot talk about. Well, let me let me just say quickly, and this will be the last thing. You went and broadcast that you're going to be doing a lawsuit against Five Pawns, and you gave foreshadowing forever. Everybody knew you were doing this. So if they settle with them, now you're going to tell me, you know, that nobody would have known? That's bullshit. Everybody already knew. It was out there. So they can't settle with them no, and, not, nobody, and not have anybody know. No, no, because, because you know what, what actually almost did happen, and it was right on the brink of happening, was that the law firm was going to decide not to go through with it at all. So how can, how can you infer that, that they settled? No, maybe the law firm just decided it wasn't a good idea, and that's where it was going for a long time. So nobody would have had any idea. And again, I would not, because I gave them my word, I don't know if I'm legally bound or anything, but when I give somebody my word, I stick to it. I gave her my, my word that I wouldn't – so I would have not been able to talk about it because – But you did, you did talk about it. You were taunting – No, no, no. No, no, no. Ed, all right. Pay attention closely so you can – you were saying that if this, if this never came out, that people would come to all of these, these conclusions. no. No, they would, have, they would have had no idea what conclusion to come to, and if they would have asked me, I wouldn't have said anything. As soon as you were saying that the people over at Five Ponds are making terrible mistakes because they're not doing whatever, and as soon as you said, give me the receipts, and, and we're going to do something exciting, and I can't talk about it, everybody knew you were doing a lawsuit. Everybody. And they call you the vape guru inside of this thing. Every, there's no way to fight it's just a matter of law. They can't settle with these guys and think that anybody at any time is not going to know about it. The cat was out of the bag. The horse jumped the gate. I'll leave. But how do you, how do you, how do you resolve the very real possibility that the law firm just decided not to go forward with it? That was going to happen. If the law firm doesn't go forward with it, that, that's, they could have not done that. I mean, I, that, that's their choice. But for them to settle with the law firm, everybody knew that there was a lawsuit going on. So you can't okay. settle with them and then say, okay, fine, we're going to sweep it all under the rug. Nobody will ever know because everybody already knew. You can't have it both okay. ways. Ed, Ed, you're making, you make a, Ed, you make a lot of assumptions. <laughs> you really yeah. do. You know what happens when you, make, when you assume. <laughs> yeah, and when you make an assumption and you know it's right, I mean, okay. but, but, but Ed, Ed, if you carry through your logic, let's say that what actually happened with this, which, like I said, it was really going there. The, the law firm decided, you know what, this is not our, our deal. We don't want to do this, right? And that happened, right? You would have come to the assumption that there would have been a settlement. That's taking your logic to your to, – to, to your, that's the, you would have come to I, I, I the wrong have. conclusion. I might have. I might have. That's correct. I might have. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you, Ed. We're done. Bye. <laughs> That's enough, Ed. <laughs> All right. You know, so sometimes, he, sometimes he's such a bright guy, you know? And then sometimes, I, I don't know. I, I, I like him <laughs> personally. I really do. Sometimes he really gets it, and sometimes I don't, I don't, I don't understand. Okay, hang on. We got another call. <laughs> it's not Ed. 814, you're on the air. 
Kevin, it's 11 o'clock. Uh, actually, it's 10.53. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you. Thank you, Jeannie. Was that your wife? No, that was Jeannie. What the fuck? Was that a wake-up call? <laughs> I don't know. Is she... <laughs> <coughs> I guess you just want to give me the time. That was the first time I've, that was the first time I've heard a voice in three years. Really? Okay. Well, yeah. uh, I'm, are you going to be back on Tuesday or no? Sure. Okay. So Russ may or may not be back on Tuesday. We'll leave it at that. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you, Russ. Good night, buddy. Good night. All right, later. Cheers. All right. That's enough of that. We're done. We're wrapping this up, do you know? <laughs> I've given my opinion on it. I've said what I've had to say. And uh, that's it. That's my opinion. You're not going to change it. That's the way I feel. So, and we know the way Dino feels as well, which is very important because Dino is the star. You said you want to make an announcement. I said it. I'm going to be distributor for the Dice. You don't see the problem. Oh, that's right. For that's five right. points. Did you watch Ronda Rousey? Uh, I, I didn't see the whole fight, but I saw the last, I saw the part where she got knocked out. Yes. Fucking awesome. That's crazy. It was a good fight. That is crazy. And you know, what's crazy about that is I'm sitting there looking at fucking Russ putting all these odds up and shit. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting there going, God damn, I should bet. That's pretty fucking good odds. Like if you put up a hundred bucks and, uh, I think it was like, if you put up a hundred bucks and she knocks her out within the first 30 seconds, you can win 900 bucks. I'm thinking, shit, that's a, that's a great return. I almost, I almost did that. Thank God I didn't hmm. because any bet I would have made would have been regarding for her and I would have lost. So <laughs> I tell you what, that girl fought some fight. Yeah. Yeah. She was good. Yeah. It's amazing. It really was. Okay. What's going on? Um, well, I'm sorry. We can't really sit here and talk to Lucy. The phone lines are about to go off. And Why, she's on? <laughs> no, she's not on, but someone is sending me a message saying about her. I, the phone line shut off in fucking four minutes. I don't know what to tell you. She should have been around sooner. I would have loved to have had her on. I would have loved to have heard her explanation about all this. I really would have. I but. want to hear a call Russ the terrorist. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> oh, okay. She didn't want to talk. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, she doesn't want to call in. That's fine. I hope because she heard me and realized how insane she sounds by saying she supports five pawns, but whatever. It is what it is. Okay. Do you know it's done? We're going to wrap it up. Uh, All right. Thank you, and we will talk to you next week, sir. All right, pal. All right, later. Good night. All right. That is it. Monday. 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You have Anti-Nanny with Raven Grimm Tuesday. You may or may not have Russ. There's no more smoke-free radio. Dimitri did his last show. That was it. So if you want to hear any smoke-free radios, you can always listen to the replays. They'll always be up there. They're not going to go anywhere. They're on the SoundCloud page. Uh, Thursdays, you have Genie with the GK Show, and I'll be back next Sunday, 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I am done I'm out.